Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Boston Proper is for women who love distinctive style in styles that don't define them. Boston Proper designs are unique and made to fit flawlessly. Confident women wear Boston Proper as an expression of who they are, with chic, polished styling and unforgettable looks that get noticed anytime, every day, and on any occasion. When you want that certain something in everything you wear, Wear Boston Proper. Shop at bostonproper.com and wear it like no one else. Positively Gam is sponsored by Vaseline. See how they are working towards equitable skincare for all at Vaseline.com. Not all care is created equal. Alaska's care stands wings and tails above the rest. And we want people to know so that the next time they book a flight, they'll book it with the most caring airline in the sky, us. To Alaska, every customer is a guest and every guest is a priority. That's why they go the extra mile day after day, flight after flight to treat you right. Because Alaska Airline is the only airline that cares about you as much as you do. Alaska flies here, there, and everywhere you care about, like Chicago, Hawaii, Las Vegas, Cancun, and New York. Earn 30% more miles compared to other U.S. airlines with Mileage Plan. See alaskaair.com slash mileage plan for details. Alaska rewards mileage plan members with one mile for every mile they fly. No other airline offers this many miles or this level of care. Book online now at alaskaair.com and earn one mile for every mile you fly on the most caring airline in the sky. You can't anti-age, you know, you're going right. to age, but you can manage aging. And part of managing menopause is to use everything we have out there to make life more comfortable for you. What's up, everybody? I'm Gammy, and this is Positively Gam. Every week, I have raw, in-depth conversation with inspirational people pushing for change on everything from aging, relationships, politics, wellness, to the current issues facing the Black community. In this episode, we're going to be discussing menopause. Joining me today is Dr. Jackie Walters. She is a philanthropist, health expert, women's advocate, TV personality, and award-winning OBGYN, a two-time breast cancer survivor, 
Dr. Jackie has turned her pain into a passion for nurturing the emotional and physical needs of women and men diagnosed with breast cancer. You can catch Dr. Jackie on Bravo's Married to Medicine. Welcome, Dr. Jackie. Thank you. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy schedule to join us. Tell me what you enjoy most, Dr. Jackie, being the TV personality or being the doctor? The doctor. I'm sure. Lots less critics. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is such an important topic for women at my age in particular. We're going to focus our attention today on menopause. Okay. So can you tell me exactly what menopause is? Menopause is when a woman has stopped having her period for 12 consecutive months. The ovaries have stopped making eggs, so you you lack estrogen, progesterone, all the hormones are just in disarray, and you're not having a period. Your reproductive years have ended. Okay, so in my mind, there's premenopausal menopause and postmenopause. Is that correct? So I typically say perimenopause when you're around menopause, which menopause is typically 50 plus or minus five. It can be as early as 45, as late as 55, some women later. On an average in the United States, it's about 51. So if I can remember back when I was 45, and I've been 45 about 10 times now. (laughs) So when I was, you start having the symptoms, hot flashes. And a lot of women really think they're going crazy. The brain fog, I can't sleep at night. What happened to my libido? So they're losing their mind. Minds. And if you go through it, there are so many things. Hair loss, skin is changing, the vagina is changing. There's so many changes you're going through before you get to that point where you're not having your period. So pre-menopause or perimenopause is about 45 when you start having the symptoms. Okay. Menopause is that short window where we say, and it's about seven years or so before you get to menopause. So around 51, let's just say you're 51 and you haven't had a period for a whole entire year. You're in menopause. Some people say post-menopause is I've gone through all the symptoms. I've not had my period. And now I'm in this phase. I think I just call it menopause. When your period has stopped, you're in menopause. Okay, so there is no postmenopause because that was going to be my next question. When does it end? Like, when do your symptoms end? I'm like 67. I would say that I went into medically induced menopause around 51, I, I think, because I was getting a treatment for a hepatitis C with those that, w- that threw me into to menopause. And so I had menopause at 40 because I did chemo for breast cancer. Yeah. And so the chemo and radiation, especially if you radiate the pelvis, ovaries are gone. So really, once you've kind of stopped having the symptoms, which I don't know if all women stop having them, they call themselves postmenopausal. Okay, but like I still have hot flashes, particularly at night. I'm still, I guess the body changes like the vaginal 
atrophy and dryness that's never that'll never go away we'll I'll always be dealing with that is and that you know, correct I say we have to manage yes. menopause it's not going to go away so you have to do things to make it better we have all kinds of lotions and potions to get the loosey juicy back I would think that the hot flashes and the night sweats and the vaginal issues are the major complaints. I know they were for me. Yes, they're the major complaints. And I took hormones probably longer than I should have because I tried to do it naturally. And I just, I was suffering. I was suffering. And the reason why the doctors, of course, didn't recommend it for me is because I have a very strong history of cancer in my family. My mother had breast cancer as well. And I'm assuming that she went into medically induced um, menopause because of it, but she never talked about it. I never saw her. I never saw her fanning herself or we didn't talk about it in our family. So I have no idea when she went into it, how she what that experience was like for her. And that's one of the determining factors as to when a woman will go into menopause. We typically inherit that from our moms. Uh-huh. And so you can, and, and you're right. Our mamas didn't talk about it. And no. so we never knew. And that's why I'm so glad you're talking about it now so that women can talk about it. And, but what I do say to women, it's all about quality of life. Like you have the granola type who I don't want any hormones. I want to eat plants. I want to eat berries and I want to go through it naturally. That's not me. And so I'm like you, I needed something to manage menopause. And of course, I believe in as many hormones as you need safely, but I'm a big believer in bioidentical hormones. I actually put in bioidentical hormone pellets in my office. And it is about quality of life, because think about it. If you're in menopause, high flashes, you can't sleep at night, you're gaining weight, you're not having sex, you're a little bit blue, then what is what quality of life is that? Exactly. Exactly. So talk to me about what some of the modern um, techniques are to deal with this, because there were a lot of natural stuff that I can remember taking black cohash. Yeah. You know, all these things that oil. Yes. Yes. they, They did. Absolutely. I had all these supplements lined up. They did nothing. I mean, and I, I shouldn't disparage them like that because maybe they do work for some people. I, I was not su- successful. And I was not successful either. And so that's why I, I took a class and I came a big believer and I'm a big provider of bioidentical hormone pellets. Well, talk to me about that. These pellets are made from soy and yams, which are natural. And they're made, mm-hmm. the plant is shaped to look like an estrogen. It's put into a pellet that is about as big as a rice. And we implant that into the upper part of your buttocks in the, under the skin, subcuticular, and the body releases estrogen and testosterone. If you have a uterus, you do have to take a progesterone to, to balance out the, the estrogen so that you're not getting cancers and unopposed estrogen effects. But it works. It creates the best libido in the whole wide world because you're getting your testosterone back. And the benefits of testosterone, less belly fat, more energy, Again, there's a spike in the libido. So all of the things we're missing in menopause, the bioidentical hormones give that back. Okay, so I'm not having an issue with my libido, thank God, but 
But it's the vaginal issues that is of the most problematic for me. So would bioidenticals be something that I should consider with the history of cancer in my family? If there's not been a genetic predisposition, did your mom have a gene for breast, colon, or ovary? And if she didn't, you can certainly safely go to the doctor and make sure it's okay. But you could get estrogen back and it's going to give you more vaginal fluff because the vaginas become very thin. That's why sex is uncomfortable and there's no slip and slide happening because you don't have any estrogen there. Now, I do have products that I do recommend to women. If you can't use an estrogen that you put in the vagina, it's a hyaluronic acid. It makes the vagina thicker and more moist that will bypass needing hormones. So there are things out there that you can use and not have to use a hormone. You just have to use it when you need it. Okay. So it's that's a product that I would use right before I engage in sexual activity. You can and you know, you can use it twice a week just to make the vagina more moist, but right before sex makes it even better. Okay. You see how I'm just focused on <laughs> We had your friend on, Dr. Dr. Uh, Tiffany Henry. We had a whole conversation on this. Women like yourself, and I call us more mature. When you're over 55, you're mature. We're not older. We're just mature women. It's still having that energy and the wherewithal to want to have sex. Yeah. You know how many women I see every day, and they're 35, 45, and they don't want to have sex. Wow. But you certainly can use bioidentical hormones to give you back your uh, rows and folds, I call in the vagina and make it thicker and moist. But there are products you can use to just give you moisture. What are some of the what are some of the changes that that women would feel, not just physically, but emotionally? Uh, they're depressed. That broken sleep at night can lead to depression because it throws those hormones off because you wake up, you take the cover off and in about five minutes you're cold. So you put the cover back on and that can happen seven, eight times a night. So broken sleep can lead to depression and sadness and anxiety and the brain fog. I mean, at one point, and I can definitely tell you when I really noticed it, I lost my dad to Alzheimer's and I thought, Mm. oh, my God, I'm getting Alzheimer's because I would walk in a room and go. What did I come in here for? <laughs> and so I do that all the time. Yeah. And they get really stressed out about not knowing that they don't know. And it's just a brain fog. I mean, you can get in the car and you're driving sometimes to go, OK, where was I going? And it, crazy enough, it happens. And women don't realize that it's menopause. Yeah. Yeah. So the modern treatments then are? I mean, old school pills. You could do an oral tablet where you would take an estrogen and progesterone if you have a uterus or estrogen if you don't. Uh, New school, we're really into bioidenticals. And whether we're taking it by mouth or we're using a cream or a vaginal suppository, but I'm a really big believer in the bioidentical pellets because you put it in, you don't have to think about it again for six months. Got it. Oh, wow. Six months. Okay, that's pretty cool. 
What do you think about these new, this doesn't necessarily, well, yeah, it does have to do with menopause. It's more of how your vagina changes as you age. And a lot of women are getting these treatments for their, the, the outside of their vagina, how their vagina looks. What is your feeling about treatments like that? I've tried, I think it was Mona Lisa. Yeah, I've done the Mona Lisa. And I felt like it made the lips of my vagina more plump, but it it did not really help me feel more moist. I still had to use lubricants. Yeah, you're supposed to get a regrowth of the collagen. So it makes Mm -hmm. it plumper. It makes it less painful with intercourse, but you're right. It should give you some moisture, but you may not get a lot. You always have to supplement with a little bit of something. We have the J-Shows now where they're doing facials on the vagina. Oh, now, what is that? (laughs) The J-Show is almost like a facial where they go in and uh, remove unwanted hair and hair bumps and uh, the sugaring and all of the stuff that you do to your face. Women are doing it to their vagina to give it that look and feel. Oh, my. That seems like a lot. Yeah, we're putting putting collagen in the vulva so that we can plump up the vulva and make them plumper and more comfortable during intercourse. So the same thing we're doing with faces now, we're doing with the vagina. I understand. Okay. And then I know you you have talked about this before and it's pretty much whatever floats your boat, but you're a big proponent of maintaining your your pubic hair. If you're asking me personally, <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm saying as from not personally, but as a doctor. I always give it a no, there are benefits to pubic hair. Yeah. You know, pubic hair can release odor and can get in the way. And so I'm all about what the patient wants. I'm supportive of what they want, whether they wax or shave, laser hair removal, or they, I say, grow hair or go bare. It's up to the patient. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally up to them. But most women are not, are going bare. Yes. Yes. Which is challenging now that we're going through COVID. It's difficult. Absolutely. And I I put a lot of it. I wrote the Queen V. I have to tell you about that. And I put it in the book that there are different types of personalities around the vagina. And I I talked about a a patient and women who are called coochichondriacs. Yes. I got your book. Yes. They are terrified of their vagina. But then you have girls who are notorious VAGs. They will come in the room. You walk in there totally naked. And I'm like, I left you a gown. Nope, I don't need it. I don't need it. Yes. And they don't mind taking out the vagina, pulling it up, showing you exactly what it looks like. So I have them from what I call Mary Jane, Sanctified Snatch, Virgin Marys, who don't even want to talk about the vagina out loud, to those girls who come in there. I have girls who will put tattoos on the mons and it will. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a GPS. Yes, I've seen it all. So if you get the book, there's a test in the book that helps you determine which vaginal personality you are. And I took the test in the book and I believe that I'm a Mary Jane. But like you said, you, you typically are kind of like a combination. Of both, yes. Of Yeah, so I, I would be the Mary Jane and then 
Sanctified Snatch. The, uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, but yes. Definitely not the notorious V. I'm not her. No, you're right. I'm not her. You I know, I think her. that's a little bit old school, even though there are some really closet notorious VAGs out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My age, notorious Absolutely. VAGs. I have one in particular who describes herself as a general manager. And she's a mature woman that's 50 and over. And she had five players on her team. And you know what I mean. <laughs> and each player served a different purpose. And so she was very comfortable talking about this one does this and this one's real good at that. And I'm sitting there and she was like, put your hand down, girl. You're a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to be able to listen to all of that, Dr. Jackie. Yes, I've heard it all. Now, for my girlfriends who indulge in libations from time to time, what would you say? White wine, red wine, or both are okay? Because I heard that during, during menopause, one is not so good. All alcohol will aggravate some high flashes. Got it. And so red wine, I've been told, okay, it gave me really bad hot flashes. So if I had to pick one, I would say drink white wine. Got you. Okay. All right. But you now, know the thing about hot flashes, Gam, is if you notice, if you're excited, good excitement, bad excitement, you may notice a hot flash come on. So I think there is something, emo it's a vasomotor response. And so anything that triggers that thermoregulatory center, good stuff that excites you, or if you're frustrated, you may feel a hot flash come. And so not only foods, but your mental response can trigger more hot flashes. And I'm like, am I dreaming at night? Because I get so many hot flashes some nights. But it definitely is one due to the lack of estrogen. We know that. But if you start noticing when you get a hot flash, if you're in a tight, if you're rushing, or if somebody mm. comes in and you go, hi, you may notice a hot flash come. Yeah, and you mentioned food too. So it depends on the kinds of foods that you're eating. If you're eating really spicy foods, maybe. Exactly. That may give Got you it. more hot flashes. And then women who smoke will notice menopause a lot earlier, probably two to three years earlier than they normally would have had it because the nicotine destroys the follicles, the eggs in the ovaries. And so they go through menopause a lot earlier. Okay. Now, I asked this question to Dr. Um, Tiffany as well. I'm going to ask you, do you have any preference of, as far as lubricants for lubricating the vagina for intercourse? Do you have a preference leaning towards water-based or? Yes, definitely water-based. And again, there's a suppository that I like, the one I was mentioning, and it's a Rivari. And it's a small suppository. It slides in the vagina and it just feels like natural vaginal moisture. It feels like mucus. And so that's my favorite. It's a suppository. You put it in and within 10 minutes, the body temp will heat it up and you're moist. Yeah, I, I use a suppository too. It's not Rivari though. It's another brand and I can't think of the name of it, but 
I use a very small suppository and it seems to be working for me. But I would be really interested in talking to my OBGYN about the bioidenticals. That sounds like something I might be interested in trying. And we'll get some information from Fallon and I'll send you some info and we'll send you some of those suppositories. Perfect. Perfect. I see it behind you, Dr. Jackie. Talk to us about your new book. Absolutely. So The Queen V, Sex, Intimacy and Down There Healthcare. I've been an OBGYN for 24 plus years. I think I've heard it all. And I'll tell you, the, some of the weirdest things I've gotten from a vagina game was a, a glass vase and uh, nuts and bolts, snicker bars. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up. That you say that again? <laughs> so I had a couple who were having a good time on a Friday night and they used the little bud vase. Oh, as a toy. And so if you think about it, they put the opening of the bud vase in the vagina in and out and it created a suction and they couldn't get it out and it stuck and it stuck and they added water and they added oil, which only made that suction tighter. Oh, my God. So by Sunday, they're in the emergency room and they're calling like, "Okay, you need to come to the ER and here we are with a glass vase in the vagina. Ooh. Yes. And we have to get it out. I was concerned because I'm like, oh, please don't let this vase break because now we're right. blood sisters. But once we got it out, it was like, let's talk about toys. So with that being said and all of the stuff I see, what I say to women is your vagina is not making history. Somebody has done it before. So I wanted to write a book, taking the stories, <laughs> of course, making the patients anonymous and share the stories with women. So you realize You're not the only one who's done it. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about it. So it's to educate, inspire, and uplift women and to make them laugh, to realize some painful situations, STIs like herpes, you're not the first person to get herpes. It's okay. It's not written on your forehead. It is okay. And this is how you manage these things with a vagina to get through life because it's for procreation and recreation. Exactly. Say it again, Dr. Jackie, only louder. It is for procreation. And when you're finished with that, a lot of recreation. But again, I want the women to, I want women to be free. Our our moms had us a little embarrassed to talk about. Oh my goodness, please. Yeah, you couldn't say sex. And we still have girls who come into the office and they look around the room to make sure, no, it's just me, you and God, baby. And she'll say, I had sex last night. And you're like, good. Was it good? And they don't want to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it being bad sex. Or they don't even want to come into the appointment if they've had a se- if they've had sex the day before. That was me. I'm gonna have to cancel and reschedule because I had sex last night. Okay, no, you can come. Be and that's what I try to be. I want to be a good girlfriend doctor. I want you to be able to come in, be open, honest, transparent. Tell me those crazy things. And I'm like, look, good people make bad decisions. And girl yeah. power, we're in this together. Let me help you figure out how to get out of this place. And so that's why I have that book. Like, I want women to know, be free. Yeah. And to be able to come and speak with your um, gynecologist without judgment is so important. So important. Absolutely. And that's my thing. I'm like, you do know that happened to me, too. And they're like, you had it? Girl, yeah, I've had BV before. And they were like, (gasps) I'm like, okay. And just for me, since I became an adult, I think when I started out as a young girl, 
or as a teenager when my mother had control, my gynecologist was a man. But as an adult, I quickly switched to a female gynecologist just for my own comfort. And that's not to throw shade on anybody's choice of doctors, but just for me, for my own comfort level. I wanted to yeah, and I say for my comfort level too. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I need to go to a girl. So when I say, "You see this right here," she's seen it before, and she yeah. understands. Or if you talk about cramps, you understand. And I'm like you, not to say anything to my brothers in OBGYN. Yes, but a woman can tell me what a cramp feels like, or women can talk to you about what labor pain feels like. So. I'm all for women seeing women, but again, it's up to you. And what I feel like is so unfair, I feel it's so unfair that men have the little blue pill and women don't have anything. What is the deal with that? Now, they do have pills now for women. So they do really? have some pill. They have the, they call it the Viagra for women. I've not you, heard of that. Yeah, they'll give you some more. And why can't I think of the name of it at the moment? But it increases blood flow to the clitoris. It's a pink pill. It's pink. Okay. <laughs> yes. So they do have things for women now. Now, I'll be honest. If you're more mature like me and you've gone through menopause, whether it's surgically induced, chemo induced or age, it's not going to give you that moisture like you need. I got it. But it'll definitely it. boost your libido. But they're kind of there are a lot of things. I love BioT pellets and I'll say BioT because that's the brand I use. Because when I started using BioT, bioidentical hormone pellets, let me put it that way, it was like unspeakable libido. Ooh, libido. Wow. Yeah. I, I, okay. <laughs> I, I might, that might get on my husband's nerves. <laughs> yes. I mean, we have everything now. I do uh, a wow shot where we're taking your platelets and we're inserting it into the clitoris and into the vagina where we give you back your own growth factors which will help. And another thing in menopause is when got to go to the bathroom now that yeah. you didn't have when you were 40, now at 50. If you got to go, you better get there fast or there's going to be a, a, an accident. So mm -hmm, we take mm -hmm. and put platelets back into the clitoral area and into the vagina. It reduces stress, urinary incontinence and urgency. So you don't feel like you're going to wet your clothes when you have to go to the bathroom. Menopause is about managing menopause. You can't anti-age, you know, you're going right. to age, but you can manage aging. And part of managing menopause is to use everything we have out there to make life more comfortable for you. So I would just encourage my friends and women my age, because with the conversations we have, I hear a lot of frustration, a lot of frustration. So I would just tell people to, number one, take a look at your book, because I think your book is so informative, but it's also fun. Yes. Yeah. I would encourage that and just be hopefully try to develop a relationship with your gynecologist where you can really talk about what you need because there is light at the end of this tunnel and it doesn't have to be as difficult as we make it. I'm Like I said, I'm 67. I am still very um, in love with my husband and we are still very active and enjoying life. 
And you, so, I mean, you made some great points. This is the time in life where you're supposed to enjoy. Absolutely. You, we say whatever we want to after 55. You yes. feel free to say whatever, <laughs> but you don't have to act like our moms did where you had to wear, look like you were 55, 65. Act. No, this is the time in life where you want to be free. Find a doctor that you can talk to. If you And I end every conversation, every visit with, do you have any questions? Mm-hmm. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times women want, and I call them doorknob questions in the book, they won't really tell you what they're there for until my hand hits the doorknob. And then they'll say, okay, 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 I had sex with two people and, I'm wrong, and I don't, and they'll start talking to you, but you want that. And I'm like, girl, tell me more. Because sometimes it's like, oh, I remember that from college. Yeah. <laughs> and so you are right. Be free to enjoy life. Menopause is not the end of life. It's just the end of your reproductive years. And there are so many things out there. And that pink pill is called Addy. And it's the pink pill, A-D-Y-I. Yeah, so they have everything out there now that we can feel like we're still young. And so I tell everybody, go do what you need to do to manage menopause, to manage aging. So you look good, feel good. We all want to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. There you go. That's a great way to end the show. Tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at The Real Dr. Jackie and on Facebook, Dr. Jackie Walters. Reach out, make sure you get the book. And so my wow. first part podcast is Dr. Jackie's Point of V is in February. And I want everybody to catch the first one because it is it's something that was very hard for me and course you probably seen it you've seen it on the show where we my husband and I went through an infidelity issue and I don't think anybody talks about the talk to the man so I allowed my husband oh that's great yeah he gets to share what happened the moment he found out I knew and just the healing and the journey because again I say good people do bad things and absolutely I made a- and infidelity does not always mean the end of the relationship and we're so quick to want to de- cut things off not necessarily baby and I was persecuted by the world because I stayed with my husband really oh my god oh my god I was the I was weak and I was weary I don't believe it. And I refuse to disregard him, disrespect or dishonor him on a TV show because, again, I didn't stop loving him now. I wanted to kill him at the moment, but for I can't say kill. I wanted to choke him. But again, I, I chose to stay. And so my first podcast will be us talking about him and how we got through that time. I am excited to listen to that podcast. So I will definitely be joining you for that. So here's my takeaway after my conversation with Dr. Jackie. As women, we're all going to go through menopause if we're blessed. And it's not the end of the world. It's all about learning how to manage your queen bee. So make sure you're having conversations with friends and family. And most importantly, your doctor. Figure out whether you're going to use bioidenticals, all natural supplements, or maybe for you, it's the little pink pill. But whatever your decision, girl, get you a fan and figure out how to keep your groove so you don't have to worry about getting your groove back. Yes, ma'am. So thank you to my guest, Dr. Jackie Walters. 
If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review the podcast. Follow me on my Instagram at Gammy Norris to share with me your thoughts on this episode. I'm here, I'm talking, and I'm listening. And as always, stay grateful, y'all. Positively Gam is produced by Westbrook Audio. Executive producers, Adrian Banfield-Norris, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Amanda Brown, and Fallon Jethro. Co-executive producer, Sim Hoti. Associate producer, Erica Ron and Crystal Devone. Editor and mixer, Calvin Bailiff. Positively Gam is in partnership with Art19. 